culture. Wiki, wiki, wiki. And now, your five-day forecast. But we're not talking about the weather. This is Pop Culture Forecast with your old podcast pal Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. They may not be able to predict the weather, but it's a pretty safe bet that Tim will want to talk about the Snyder Cut. Welcome to Pop Culture Forecast with Bonfrisco and the Bees. What was that? That was the intro. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. No, yeah. you are a guest host. No, I'm not. I think I made that pretty clear. No, you are a guest host. But it's Bonfrisco and the Bees. No, it's a Pop Culture Forecast with Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. And I'll take the special off of there if you don't watch it. You don't have to be mean. All right, well, I don't want to argue with you. Let's just jump in. Okay. So I've got something for Wednesday. It didn't actually come out this week. It's been out for a little bit, I think about two months. But Wednesday is World Hearing Day. Is it really? Yeah, it is. World Hearing Day. I'm recommending a movie called The Sound of Metal. Ever heard of it? Yeah, with um, the guy from Rogue One. Booty, Rook, cargo pilot. Local boy, huh? What's his real name? Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. That guy's cool. I like that guy. You want to watch the trailer? Let's watch the trailer. Okay. <laughs> you sound great. Yeah, right. What? You're telling me you weren't feeling it? You were in it. We don't, need to, we don't need to put them all out. I know, but we have to keep filming. Hearing is deteriorating rapidly. We'll come back. Till then, Lou, we just keep going, okay? No. Lou, no. let's play tomorrow. Let's see what it's like, okay? I'm gonna be like a click track. You can play to me. You have to understand your first responsibility is to preserve the hearing you have. I can't hear you. Do you understand me? I can't. I'm deaf. I'm deaf. found a place. I think it's important that you stay here with us right now, Ruben. We're looking for a solution to, to this. Not this. I need you to wait for me, okay? You're in for me, Lou. You're my part. You're in for me, okay? You gotta wait for me. keep moving it can be a damn cruel place but those moments of stillness started playing drums are you ready for this in 1992 jesus yeah in some really really loud bands so this when i saw the trailer for this this has been like my worst nightmare yeah. especially when i was younger and played a, a lot and played a lot of live shows and stuff to just wake up one day with that ringing in your ear and know it's never going to go away yeah so i wanted to watch it and i when i saw the trailer i think i saw the trailer like on instagram and i was like okay it's not out yet i'll remember to watch it when it comes out and I can't remember anything, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> but, you know, it's got Riz Ahmed in it. I like him. He's good. He was in not only uh, Rogue One, but he was in the HBO show The Night Of. Did you ever watch that? 
No. No, it was good. It was good. I haven't had HBO in years. Yeah. Well, now I have HBO, but that's for, because of Max. But That's for Justice League. Exactly. <laughs> that's for a completely different reason. But that's my pick for Wednesday. Yeah, that... I, I've never really played... I've I've picked up many a musical instrument for a couple months and dropped it, you know? Never played really anything. But that's one of my nightmares as well, is like... My eyes have always been shit, so going blind, mm-hmm. like, I've played that, like, what-if game, you know? Like, you know, what would you rather give up, right? Hearing or, or sight, right. and I'd probably give up hearing over sight, mm-hmm. but just thinking about one or the other, it's just creepy, and it it's, like you said, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, especially if you're a musician, I can only imagine that's, like, losing right. a sense of yourself. Like, that's losing a sense of your being, but... Ugh. it's I've read the synopsis on the movie when, cause you told me about it and mm-hmm. like it's a lot deeper movie than what the trailer makes it look like. So it definitely sounds like a more interesting kind of um, kind of story overall, not just about the drumming, mm-hmm. but how do you live life after this, something like this happens. Right. And what's really important in life at that point. So, yeah. And like you said, it's not just about someone losing their hearing, but somebody who's, in music like this is this is their their world their whole world this is the most important thing to them i mean i remember playing some shows when i was really young where just the the venue would have all this the speakers just totally screwed up facing the wrong way blasting right in my ears and coming home and not having that kind of ringing like the tinnitus ringing but just like nothing sounded right until the next morning sometimes halfway through the next day and just worrying like what what have i done (laughs) even with earplugs sometimes but like you know when you play drums if you put earplugs in it doesn't it just doesn't sound right. Um, I, I suppose you get used to it, you know, people that, that, that tour. But, I mean, people with big money, they put the little earplug monitors in so they hear everything the way it's supposed to sound but then quieter. But I never really could play with earplugs and have it sound right. So I'd always end up taking them out a few songs in, and then I'd get home and regret it because just couldn't <laughs> hear anything. And you, sometimes it was actually painful. You, you could just feel like, oh, I wrecked my ears tonight, and I'm only, you know, 21. Yeah. What am I doing? So... Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. Definitely. That's my pick for Wednesday. Cool. Now, I don't know anything about this one for Thursday, really, other than the fact that I saw the the first two movies in the series and then just found out this week that there's an anime coming out that ties into it. So I thought, hey, what the hell? My pick for Thursday, Pacific Rim, The Black. I know! They've initiated the Black. Get to Sydney any way you can. We've lost the continent. We're on our own. Let's go get our kids. Mommy, please don't go. Why won't you stay with us? Because help isn't coming. So we need to go get it. Nothing will ever keep us from you. Don't worry. They'll come back. They always come back. Help would have come if it was safe. I promise to keep you alive. You've been saying that for five years. I know that there's more out there. Atlas Destroyer? It's still here? Welcome, cadet. What's that? Kaiju, category four. This is a training Jaeger. What? No weapons. What's your story? We have to do this together. Drop flat. Bring them to me. Just a little business. Tell me about your parents. Where are they? Have you survived the black this long? Anyone looking for you? Tell me where your vehicle is. How do you expect to stay alive? You got what you wanted. You'll be the most powerful man in the black. What are we going to do? Find mom and dad. You think you're pretty clever. But you're not. You're dead. You're not alone. You have us. Immediate retreat is recommended. I'm not running away this time.
this should be fun. I'll watch it. It's a cool looking cartoon. Yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from. Like it, it looks cool. I figure giant robots and kaiju is perfect material for an anime. Sure. Don't remember how many episodes it is. I don't think it's very long, so not a huge commitment. Well, my my and I don't think it's going to be the kind of thing where if they make another movie and I don't watch, like I don't make it through this series, I'm not going to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's essentially a side quest. But figure a little something different to watch. Why not? Well, I just, when we're watching it, I, I kind of went back to something we've talked about. You've expressed many times on our podcast is like, if, if you're, if we're going to establish rules of a universe, stick to those rules. Right. So when they're like running around, they're like, we, we're floating in the drift and we have to work together. I was like, what's that? That's never been done. What's that? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Or like the helmets, the helmets all of a sudden come down and come around their head. I'm like, no, no, no. They walk around with fucking helmets on. Like I've seen the two movies, yeah. motherfucker. They put helmets on. <laughs> I've seen them walk holding their helmets. Like stuff like that. Always just kind of like, okay, maybe they got better technology, but whatever. Yeah, that's what I wondered. Is this is this after? It's got after it. every time we say we've closed up the the, the hole and no one else can come yeah, through. Yeah, we've we've destroyed the rift again. Right, or was this something that takes place in that time before the first movie, where they kind of refer back to the first time they they had battles, but. Doesn't really tell you that kind of stuff, but again, it's just a little anime series that I can put on, and if it's not keeping my interest, just leave it on the background while I do other things. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Be cool to look at every now and then when you hear battle coming coming on. Just look over and get some eye candy. If you don't enjoy that, throw on Ultraman. Ultraman. Yeah. Tell me more. It's Ultraman. Okay. Thank you <laughs> for telling me more. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Ultraman from Japan? The Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, yeah. Who wore like a crazy suit and had special powers yeah. and did kung fu and shit. There's they came out with a CGI animated show. It's, I think it's oh, there's something new. Eight episodes. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a 2019, 2020 kind of thing. Is this also Netflix thing yep. or or like I need to go search. Yep, Netflix probably Ooh. like Olympics I think eight or ten episodes, thirty minutes each. It's a good show. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. I love it. Well, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not gonna watch it on no. Friday. Because on Friday, I'm ordering pizza, getting a beer, and watching the last episode of WandaVision. Hell yeah. What are you going to be watching on Friday? What time on Friday? Because <laughs> <laughs> probably Friday at 12, 15. It, you know, I don't think I put this in the chat. I might have done this in the chat the other day. Like, I tried to get on at like 12, 15 last time. I couldn't even get on the Disney app. Oh. So I was laying in bed, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to try I'm going to try to stay up. And I went on there, and it would not even load shit. Hmm. So I was like, okay, bedtime. And then I got up at like 6.45 and put it on my phone. You know, it's like, I'm not even going to wait. I'm not going to try to get some. I wonder what all those people were, were trying to watch oh, yeah. that were keeping you up. That's so weird. I, I, I mean, I assumed it was the first time I've tried to watch it that, like, right when it turned over. Right. Because I've only watched one at, like, one something because I couldn't sleep. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to watch it. Normally, I watch it around 7 a.m. Right before work. Right. You know, I did that with, with Mandalorian. I watched it uh, the first episode, the night that it launched, like at midnight. But, I mean, that was the first night. I don't think people realized it would even be up early. After that, I only watched him in the morning, like like you said. I, I would get up early for work, watch it, then go into the office and think about it all day. Well, I can't remember if it was the Mandalorian or if it was maybe the third or fourth episode of Wanda. There was one where one of the episodes... Just randomly, someone must have miscoded, put a zero where a one should have been or something like that. But it was the day before, and I could watch it. Really? So I was watching it like 7 o'clock at night, not 7 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, Ooh. okay, I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> I don't want anyone to mess this up. Right. But huh. only happened one time. Right. So I'm hoping for another one. But yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, definitely, definitely be watching that Friday morning. Give me your theories. How are they going to close this out? Wanda died. No. Um, Vision died. Oh. Um, I don't know. I think. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Cool. So on Saturday. <laughs> I think you're going to have a vision on vision. Uh, I was going to say fuck fest. Battle Royale. Fight fest. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, we kind of talked about this off air. It's like, I think you're going to get either a vision, uh, we'll call them colored vision versus white vision. 
you want to call them that or illusion versus mm-hmm. real or I don't know, whatever, right? Our vision versus dead vision. I don't know. But I think you're going to get a massive fight between them. And then you're either going to get like vision of Wanda vision destroying the white vision mm-hmm. um, or I can't see them re combining. Like, I don't see that happening. I see vision in Wanda's universe as a piece of her. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to eventually combine again with him as they're saying goodbye. Something like that. Yeah. But I do think you're going to see him just rip through the other vision maybe or something like that. I think so too. And I, I could see them combining if that ends up being the only way he can destroy it. And then he self-destructs or something. Sure. But I don't think it's going to be, we're going to combine and then he's alive again. Yeah. Because this isn't a comic book. This is MCU and dead needs to, to mean something. Yeah. Death needs to mean something or none of the deaths in any of the movies meant anything. Yeah. So, you know, dead is dead. That's how it should be in, in these. Like I get it in comics because they go on for 80 years and you get a new writer in who's just like, oh, I really wanted to write this character that's dead now. I'm just going to bring him back. But I mean, the MCU could go on for 80 years. I doubt it. <laughs> and they've got, they could eventually bring them back around or something, but. But you're not putting out a movie every week like you are with comic books. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, there's going to have to be the, also the Wanda and, and Agnes showdown, but then Rambo's character is going to have to factor in that somehow. Otherwise they wouldn't have sent her back in. Yeah. So it could end up being a two on one that turns the tide. And um, I'd, I'd venture a guess on who, other Peter turns out to be, but I have no idea. Pietro? Yeah. Well, she Agnes said in in the last episode that it was like her eyes and ears. I think she said right. Well, I don't remember exactly what she said, but I remember she said like, "Did you like that? Like, I thought that would be a fun thing or something like that." Like, she basically said like, "I created him." Yeah. Because she's out there on the lawn when he shows up, like right. having a little picnic and shit. I'm just curious if it's going to be I created him from something or. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows if they're going to do anything, if they're going to tie that off or if he, you know, turns out to, to be anything that's going to, that we'll see again, or if it was just cool Easter egg for this show and see you later. Yeah. I mean, he's still around. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought at the, uh, episode five, six, whatever the Halloween one was when she threw him like mm-hmm. across the, the fucking town and, smashed him into a wall and stuff. I thought he died because he doesn't come back in that episode. But then he's in the uh, post-credit scene. Right. So I, I guess he's still around, but I, I, I'm hoping that he's just a reincarnate, just a figment of an imagination. You know what I mean? He's just something that, that, yeah. that Agnes created and he'll eventually puff into a purple smoke or something and disappear. Mm. And I do know, one of our friends brought it up, that maybe Agnes is, is not an actual bad guy that Agnes is just trying to understand this or maybe Agnes turned or something. I don't think so. I think Agnes is probably bad. She seems to be, she killed her mom. (laughs) I mean, that was 400 years ago or whatever. So maybe, but I just see her as a villain. I see her as the person that killed Sparky. Yes. Yes. And I killed Sparky too. (laughs) You don't come back from that. She's, she's a villain. You don't come back from that. She killed the dog. Unless she didn't really kill the dog. That's like if in John Wick 4, you find out the guys that killed his dog are the good guys. No, they're not. <laughs> they're the bad guys and they're dead. <laughs> I agree. I, I I like to, I'm, I'm trying to use it as like a thought exercise. Like how would that work in if she's somehow a good person? But I think she's the bad. I don't think, I don't know if she's the ultimate bad of the show, but I think she's a villain. Right. And, and maybe not even in a conventional way. Like maybe she's not trying to hurt yeah. anybody. She's maybe she's not attacking anybody. She might just be done at the end of the show, and then new vision comes in to fight. You know, I don't know. Right. Well, I think a lot of those theories come from like the comics, where she and Wanda, I think, are friends, or they have like a on again, off again kind of friendship. Like sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're enemies. I, I'm not too sure. I don't know as much, nearly as much about Marvel as I do about DC when it comes to comics, but it's possible. It's possible. My opinion is, at most, she might be kind of like neutral. Yeah. Like I just, I just want to understand magic, and learn how to use it. Or maybe at this point, she sees Wanda as a villain because she's got the the chaos magic. Was that what she called it? Yeah. But 
I don't think you can redeem her after she killed Sparky. No, and I don't think I don't think you're talking like anti-hero type shit where I want her to win or anything like that. But to your point, she might have just because she says like I just I felt you know hundreds of spells going off at once. Mm-hmm. So she came to investigate. It sounds like and. She's trying to understand how Wanda's doing all this. And then she comes to that realization like, oh, you're the yeah. the prophecy or whatever, right? Like you're you're the, the Scarlet Witch and you have chaos magic. And it's like, oh, okay. She might just be like, I'm out. Like the, the next episode might start with that. Like, fuck this. Like now I know who you are. I'm out, dude. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I mean, even if she does turn out to be evil and the big bad, I hope they don't kill her off. Yeah. Because the sky's the limit now with not only having movies, but TV shows, they, they've got opportunities to, to work her in somewhere else to bring her back. And in the films, they tend to kill off their villains. So Dude. we're not, most of the villains you don't see come back. They kill so off every villain. <laughs> they need to keep somebody around just for, for fun. And she's so much fun to watch. And also we've really only for the most part until this last episode, seen her as in the Agnes character, yeah. like playing the character in the sitcom. You, we haven't gotten to see a whole lot of what Agatha is like. So, I, I hope she sticks around. I, like you know, we're, I'm not expecting a Wandavision season two. Yeah. But the way there were, I mean, just the way they did this and pulled characters from Thor, pulled characters from Ant Man, pulled characters from Captain Marvel, she could very easily show up somewhere else yep. in another show in another movie. So Absolutely. I guess that's my hope. I don't know what's going to happen on Friday, but my hope is that we get satisfying conclusion, which I believe we will, but that she sticks around, whether regardless of what she turns out to be so that we could use her again in something else. What I really want more than anything as well is a definitive answer on how this is going to impact everything else. Like, how yeah. does this really kickstart yeah. shit? Because they've said it's going to kickstart it. I want to yeah. see that, though. I don't want it to be, like, a reference in the next movie or a scene in the next movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see shit on Friday. So hopefully we get that. That's what we want to see on Friday. There's something else coming out on Friday, but I'm not watching anything else on Friday because of WandaVision. So I'm going to save it for Saturday. And I don't know if it's going to be good or not. So I might only watch the first five minutes if it's terrible. But if it turns out to be good, I'll be watching Coming to America. And that's two, the number two. Yeah. just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? You was a dummy. <laughs> Hello, I am Hakim Jaffer, king of Zamunda. You are the heir to the throne. Yeah, my son. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handout. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm gonna pay. Okay, baby. <laughs> Presenting King Akeem's son from America. And my mom's. And his mom's. Children, this is your brother. Hey, Quang. I'm sorry I slept with your man. This happened before we even met. It's not like you're the first man I've ever been with. I haven't did, did, What did you just say about the other man? Coming to America, now it's coming to me. I always thought that Mika was going to be queen. <laughs> A woman isn't allowed to rule Zamunda. It's the law. Did it ever occur to you that Mika wanted to be your heir? Would you dare banish me from my own bedroom? What are you doing, Akeem? I'm getting it from everywhere. I have upset my family. You must be strong. And General Izzy would love nothing more than to take over Zomunda. Raise it higher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a king, I'm a king. Put your hands together. Like that. Say it again. Give me all. It's hot over here. I must admit, your style is far into my kingdom, but it's impressive. That's right. Ooh. There you go. Let me hear you say, hey, ho. Hey, ho. No, no, no don't no, no, do no. that. That's his mother. <laughs> oh, don't you say that. No, not no. to his mother. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. Almost ready to become a prince. Almost. It is time. Ceremonial circumcision. Bring forward the royal machete. Machete? They're going to sharpen you too, nephew. <laughs> Y'all watch that. I'm actually excited about that. 
I think it's gonna be fun. I loved coming to America. Yeah, I did too. I think it's gonna be fun. You never know with comedy sequels. Mm-hmm. Half the time they just recycle the exact same jokes, and the reason comedy usually works is because it's the unexpected. You think something's gonna happen, something else happens, you laugh. A lot of comedy sequels, it's here's that same joke we used last time, yeah. and it's not unexpected. Remember this? And so it doesn't get the laugh. Remember this? <coughs> Hangover two. Oh god damn. What? <laughs> Did you say Hangover 2? <laughs> I did. Okay. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about coming to America, and that's the number two. How are all the guys in the barbershop still alive? That's a great question that I can't wait to And they look exactly answer. the same. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, what? Mm-hmm. But it's been 30 years? Those dudes were in their 80s and 90s. You know, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the trailer until just now. <laughs> I was say, that was different than the trailer I saw, so I was like, whoa. I didn't know that they went back to his home country. Like I didn't either. Yeah. It's not even really coming to America. It's coming to, I forget what the name of his fake country is. Zamunda. Dude, Eddie Murphy looked pretty damn good though. He had some good, he had some good jokes in there. Yeah, he does. I'm excited. Yeah, it looks funny. It's just, again, with comedies, it looks funny. Or did they pull the funny two minutes yes. out and show us that? Well. That's my, that's my fear with all comedies. It's, you go in and like, oh, there's that joke from the trailer. Ooh, <laughs> and there's a half an hour in between. Well, what was his uh, Pluto Mars? Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash, is that what it was? Yeah. I've tried to erase that, but I mean, that was the same thing. Like, that that movie looked great when the, it looked fun, it looked funny. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fucking terrible movie. Oh, I dodged a bullet on that one. I heard about how bad it was before I went to go see it, so I didn't go. Yeah. But I knew a lot of people that, that wasted a couple bucks on that. Yep. Piece of shit. So I've heard. But no, I'll watch this. Why not? Oh, yeah. Stuck at home? It's free? <laughs> that actually looks worth it, though. Like, Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, if we if this was normal times and I could go see it in the theater, I, I, I would totally go. Yeah. That would be my, my Thursday night AMC double feature. It would probably, it'd probably be better in a theater, too, because even if it wasn't great. I think so, too. If there's a crowd laughing, it makes you kind of want to laugh. Unless it's so bad where you're like, how the fuck are you people laughing? I've been in movies before. I'm like, this is terrible. Why are you yeah. happy about this? But when mediocre jokes hit in a crowd, it can still make it better. Or at least not as bad, I guess. Yeah. Well, and two, I think when you're in the theater and and it is a comedy and you're, you're not distracted by anything else, so you are invested sure. in it. And so you laugh. I think sometimes you end up laughing a little harder because like, this is the only thing I'm paying attention to. Where if I'm at home and I'm watching comedy and it's not quite hitting, I start doing other things. Oh, yeah. And then and then it just sounds like a little, you know, like some slapstick going on in the background. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Guy fell down. That's funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. When it is the only thing that's got your attention and your focus, if they can get you in with a couple good jokes and then it rolls from there. Yeah. It, it is. It's like contagious. Yeah. Totally agree. I don't think, I don't think I've ever gone to the theater and pulled out my phone and like played on my phone. Yeah. You know, and I've gone to theaters where I'm the only one there. Right. And I still don't do that because it's just like I'm at the theater. Like I, I need to pay attention. Right. I paid Same. to be in this seat. That's like going on a roller coaster ride and you're like, yeah, I want to check my emails. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like you're in the moment of something. But at home, I'm laying on the couch. Oh, the cat wants to play? Okay. Oh, what was that text? All right. Anything could distract me while I'm at home. Or I fall asleep. <laughs> I don't usually fall asleep at movie theater. <laughs> I can easily fall asleep at the couch. Like, it hits me right. So, Well, speaking of contagious. Ooh. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday is the Walking Dead day. Now, I know you're not watching. No. But I'm still going to talk about it. That's fine. You said, um, what's her name and what's his name are coming back, right? Maggie and uh, Negan faced off last week. A little bit. She saw Oh, him. it already she started back they up. let him out of the prison. Yeah, it started last okay. week. This week is going to be a little, a little side story. I, I think what they're doing, since they extend, like season ten ended, they had a season ten finale, and then they announced six extra season ten episodes before season eleven starts up. And I don't know if it's because of COVID or what, but it looks like each one is kind of just a small group. We're just going to focus on these few mm-hmm. people today, because I'm sure easier to just get a couple people together to film sure. than show the whole community. So. This uh, this weekend's is fan favorites Carol and Daryl, who are getting their own spinoff. Carol show. and Daryl. When Walking Dead 
Walking Dead ends. So, spoiler alert, neither of them are going to die this week. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sorry for going after the Horde, and I'm not sorry for making out pay for killing him, because I was right. And that's all that matters. You being right. Because Melissa and I are so close, it's a little more challenging sometimes to get into roles like this. It's easy for us to play the part uh, because we bounce off each other really well and have the time and the energy put into knowing each other this much. And if Carol and Daryl are fighting about something, Melissa gets on my nerves and, and Norman gets on Melissa's nerves a little. But then I'm like, ugh, you know, what? And she's like, what? Say it. What? You don't think I'm doing this right. Here, why don't you just do this yourself? And in this episode, Carol finds out what happened when Daryl was out there looking for Rick. But there might be a little something that Daryl left out. Who the hell are you? Did you ever read the comic books? Nope. I read bits and pieces, but for the most part, I just would kind of like hear about what happened in it. And so one of the reasons I like the stories with these two is that in the comics, Carol's already dead, <laughs> and Daryl doesn't actually exist. He's never in the comic. He was created for the TV show. So I like when they focus on these guys, because I don't have to worry about, like, oh, well, this is going to be that thing yeah. where, and maybe they'll do it a little differently. But, but no, this is, like, complete wide-open territory for them to explore however they want in this world. Well, yeah, because, like, didn't Rick, in the comic books, like, he lost a hand? And so there were multiple times where he would, well, I he think... would injure his hand, and people were like, this is where it is, and then he'd never, I don't think he ever lost his hand in the show right 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 yeah that negan was gonna cut it off and then he didn't yeah yeah i mean they've definitely varied from the comic quite a bit yeah. but it was it is that kind of thing like when the whole glenn thing happened it's like well what are they gonna do well we know what happens if you've read or heard you know what's gonna happen in the comic you still wait all summer to see how it comes back and what he ends up doing but at least with these two there's nothing to compare to yeah because she died pretty early on in the comic unless i'm mistaken and i know for a fact he never existed so I'm glad they're wrapping the show up. 11 seasons is quite a bit. <laughs> but I'm okay with them doing a spinoff with just those two. Because it has gotten to the point there's so many people in the cast. Was the other the other one going on? Isn't there one like that's supposed to be on like the West Coast or something? Fear of the Walking Dead is still happening, which focuses on a really small group, like less than 10 people. Hmm. And then there's a new show that launched this year. I think it's called The Walking Dead, The World Beyond or something like that. And I watched the first episode, but I haven't kept up. But I do want to circle back and see it. Because it looks like they're not really crossing over per se, but they're they're all kind of coming together on showing what this new world order looks like. There's like a, I don't know if you would call it a new government, but there's something in place, and they have this like this symbol with three circles on it, and they've showed up in all three shows. So I think it is kind of heading towards seeing what the new society is going to be after. I guess in the show, it's probably been a decade and a half, maybe more, Jeez. of just chaos in both the walking dead and fear of the walking dead they've seen helicopters and they've seen the symbol on the helicopters and then when you go to the, the new show the world beyond you actually see what's going on with like a school full of kids that these representatives come out and meet so i'm still interested in the world but i think it's probably good that the, like the flagship show is gonna wrap up so they're not just beating a dead horse and they have to go off on tangents or, or side stories and and create new things and not just figure out like Oh, who's going to die in the season finale this year? You know, the way that we kind of know the formula for the main show. Have they actually beaten a dead horse in this show? Hmm. <laughs> I believe some horses have been killed. I don't know that any of them have been beaten. If any show were to do it, this one makes sense. You have a point there. You're welcome. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, man. Why? See, this is why you're never going to be a co-host. Oh. No. Oh. You are a guest host, and guests can be asked to leave. <laughs> but before I ask you to leave, what are you looking forward to beyond next week? Snyder Cut. I think that was my answer last time. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen it, have I? I haven't seen it, have I? No, that's a good point. I've heard, I've read I've read more stuff about it. I know more things that are going to happen. All right, so, hit me. No, no, no. Hit the, me. Hit me, hit me with something new that you're excited about that you've learned since last week. Tune in to Hollywood and Vine to find out more. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone <laughs> should tune into Hollywood and Vine and then also give it a five-star review. Yes. But um, what's uh, have you have you learned anything new in the last week that's got you more excited, less excited, more nervous? Anything new? What's come out? About the Snyder Cut? About the Snyder Cut. Uh, just more. I mean, I love all these articles that come out like, oh, it was supposed to be a... 
trilogy like Lord of the Rings. And they just take one like sentence from a, you know, yeah. a five minute interview. And he's like, yeah, I envision it as like a three part series, but that's not going to happen. So then talking about this and they're like, oh my God, it was going to be a three part series. Like, bro, it's a slow news day. If you're, if you're that energetic about something, he said off the cuff, like you had to write a, uh, you know, 200 word essay about it essentially. But, it just sounds like there's more to it that he wanted it to have even more stuff, which is crazy. Right. Right. So it, it sounds like it's going to be a packed four hours and we're not even going to get everything. Like it's supposedly going to end on a cliffhanger. I'm like, what the fuck? No. So that's what I read. I, I right. mean, maybe, maybe not. Well, from what I understand, it was always intended to be two movies, not three. But my guess is he had enough ideas in his head to fill three movies worth if you figure he was able to squeeze four hours out of the first half. And my understanding is that the ending is dark side wins. And apparently in justice league two, they go back in time to save the world. Hmm. Sounds a little bit too much like another movie that came out. <laughs> well, and I, which, you know, if, if they had gotten it done, they would have beaten them to the punch with the storyline, but because they didn't come back with justice league two and they changed it so much that to make that sequel now. Yeah even though it was probably written first would feel so derivative of Endgame that it just wouldn't work out. Now I've heard that DC might publish his, like his idea for what the second one was as a comic book, which would be cool. I mean, if it's going to end in a cliffhanger, I'd like to know what was his plan. I don't think it's ever going to get made as a film. Even if this is super popular and people flock to HBO max, it's not going to make this, make them the same amount of money it would if it had a huge theatrical release and, and everybody went. And, and from what I've also read is, well, I read one article that was like, Warner is not, was kind of underwhelmed by it. Warner Brothers was just like, man. Yeah. But then he was also asked about, is this film canon? Zack Snyder said something like, well, I really like what the other filmmakers are doing, like what Patty Jenkins is doing. And so they're going to go off in their direction and do their thing. And I'm sure that's considered canon. But he's like, I like to think my film is canon and they're all not canon. <laughs> like, well, of course you do. <laughs> But that makes me think that there's going to be more things in this film that contradict possibly other things we've already seen in the the standalones and spinoffs. And again, Flashpoint could fix all that. But mm, if it's not going to be remotely canon, I don't I don't know that we'll ever. I don't get think any so. Kind of... Everything I've read is contrary to that. That it's just people have been asking for it so much. We got all this footage already done. Let them come back, finish it up, and just put it out and yep. have it push our platform that we're. Yep. We want to make sure people know about. So yep. fuck it. Let's do this. But it's not canon. We're going to reset everything with Flashpoint. Who knows if these yep. other hero movies are going to be incorporated. Or I was trying to explain the DCEU to my dad. And I'm like, essentially, they're all separate. And there's all multiple verses, but they're not tied together. Even though you might say there's a multiverse, maybe they could play with it. But they're essentially fragmented and they can do whatever the fuck they want. So there could be 10 Supermen that look nothing alike mm -hmm. to each other. And that's okay. Cause that's how the DCEU was. That's how the multiverse was with them. But it's mm -hmm. nothing like Marvel's cinematic universe where the shows on multiple platforms and the movies are all interconnected as part of one universe. And so I was trying to tell him that and he's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I heard there's a new Superman. I'm like, there a new movie has been greenlit. And he's like, so it's not going to be that same guy. I'm like, no, maybe. I don't know. Can't tell you. Don't know. Probably not. But maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> like, So I don't know what's going on. I mean, to me, for them, it's like I hear all this stuff. It sounds like sounds like Aquaman's moving forward in whatever that version of the universe is. And Wonder Woman's going to get a three, but it might be a prequel, might be a sequel. Who the fuck knows? Okay. And then Black Adam's coming out, which is a... Mm -hmm. sequel to Shazam, which is in that mm -hmm. same universe. And you see mm -hmm. Henry Cavill's suit. Body <laughs> you double. See, <laughs> you see his torso and legs in Shazam. So it's like, okay, like, I guess some of these movies can continue on. And then you can just say, we're going to reset the main line and we're going to come out with something new. And I'd be okay with that. Like, as long as from moving on mm -hmm. from that point, you have an idea on how stuff connects, if at all, or if it doesn't, right? Yeah. Cause we're getting a new Batman and then potentially a new Superman. Do those ever connect? Are they in the same universe? Probably not. 
It's like, okay, just, just simplify it for me though, man. Cause I want to know at least what we're looking yeah, at here. Yeah, exactly. So it's just confusing. But I mean, with everything, with them saying that Flashpoint or whatever they're going to call it, the Flash movie is going to reset the timeline. I'm just like, I'm not going to complain too much until that happens. Because I'm hoping that that movie resets it mm-hmm. and Ezra is not part of it anymore. And we get a new, <laughs> we get a new Flash that is <laughs> actually Barry Allen. And we find out he was Wally West the whole time or some shit. And then we get to move on, you know? <laughs> he could be Bart Allen. I think he would be Impulse. If no. Impulse was better than that. Sure. <laughs> well, so was Wally. Yeah. I liked Impulse as a kid, though. I think I actually picked up an Impulse comic before I picked up a Flash comic. So oh, I had to really? work my way back. Wow. I was... Oh, that might be a lie. Maybe, well, a standalone probably because I was a big Superman fan. So I'm sure I saw the Flash and crossovers and Justice League type shit. But I remember buying an Impulse comic because it just sounded cool. And it was a kid. And I was a kid. You know, he was like my age when I picked it up. It wasn't me watching or reading about the stories of an adult with a wife. (laughs) It was like a teenager going to high school and then saving the day. I was like, that's cool. I guess that's why I felt like he could be a better... Bart, but I can see Wally too, just because he's not in the same age group with the rest of the heroes in Justice League, and Barry would have been. He would have been contemporary, yeah. you know. But even with Batman being a little bit older than everybody, like he's been doing this for a long time, it still seems off that they, they treat him. Even though I know he, Ezra's not a, a kid per se, but he is kind of the kid of the group, and and Victor for that matter. But that made a little more sense in that that Victor like came from Titans and then had like one foot in Titans and one foot in, in Justice League in the comics. Like he would be the younger member, but to have Flash just, he's the kid and comic relief of the group didn't work. Yeah. We've talked about that well, a million times, but well, still. even in Justice League, Victor plays the most, the newest hero, but right. he has this like stoic gentleman uh, atmosphere to him, right? He, he knows more than half of them. Like he's, and he plays this calm, cool demeanor, right? Like he doesn't play a kid. He doesn't play mm-hmm. a teenager. And I mean, in the movie, he's what? 21? Like he's in college? 20? So. But he comes off as much older and much more reserved. Right. So to your point, you've got a young a young hero who literally when he, he's talking to Batman in the Chernobyl area, right? He's like, what am I? I've never, I just run around real fast and push people out of the way. Like I've never saved anyone before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you have a fucking suit then? Oh my God, this, this yeah. podcast has divulged, but I love it. I'm like, how are you the Flash? How the fuck are you the Flash? There was a couple times where it was funny, like when he's running around the Batcave and he like sits in the Batmobile and he's just looking around. I audibly yeah. laughed at that. That was beautiful. It wasn't Barry Allen, but it was funny. But then to... Uh, the line that pissed me off, I've, I've just pushed people out of the way. That's Joss Whedon, though. That's what I got. That's what I'm hoping that when we get the mm. Snyder cut, because yeah, there I are scenes right. that we saw in the trailers that weren't in the movie that are in the Snyder cut trailers, like when he, he when he runs through the glass and he shatters mm-hmm. the glass to save Iris from the the car. It looks like a car. Mm-hmm. Either a car's gonna hit her or a, or she's in the car and it's flipping and he saves her. I don't know, but that was in the original Justice League trailer and then was not in the movie. So I got to hope that they're going to make him a bigger, better character. And I don't know if it was just like what they had shot. Joss Whedon was like, I "I don't know how to use this character or something, or I'm going to make him comic relief. Or if Snyder also has him as comic relief. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, 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 I've low expectations, but high hopes, if that makes sense. I don't know if that actually works. Wouldn't that be interesting if after you watch it, you actually like Ezra as Barry. (laughs) I would, that would be, exciting to me i would be okay with that because i just mm-hmm. felt like they did such a disservice to him and they did such a disservice to to cyborg i mean he just barely has lines he, his lines mm-hmm. don't do anything you don't have any character development like just but then that really brings up the question of which Justice League is canon? Like, which one are they looking to as the source material for the Flash movie? How are they going to, if he ends up 
being different in Snyder's Justice League if he's played differently. Shit, that's right. Which which version shows up in the Flash? You see what I mean? Like that's that's going to be the real issue. Are they going to go back to the goofy, um, the goofy kid that he is in that movie? Or well, and that's and that's a question but too. Is where, where do, when does the Flash movie happen too? Because maybe it's ten years in the future. And he's point. he looks exactly right. the same age, but he's now a matured superhero right. and he's saved the world multiple times without everyone's help and stuff like that. I just don't mm-hmm. think that character in justice league, the original justice league movie was good. They could totally, I would, I was totally on board with him. I was riding his dick when he got the job. I was like, I love that guy. I'm so excited. I'm, <laughs> I see you making the. I was like, I'm, I'm, this is great casting. Then I saw the movie. And I was like, you fucked it up. Well, I saw his interview where he's like, I'm really trying to dive into like, who this character is and like it's great what they're doing in the, the cw but like i have a real opportunity here i'm like no you have two hours on screen where you're not the main person they're doing so much more on the cw show like don't compare yourself to that stop fucking talking just make your character a good character that's on screen for what 15 minutes like don't don't be a fucking idiot and then he was a fucking idiot the other thing is he's comic relief in justice league like i think that's going to be even worse yes as the lead in his own movie. There's nobody for him to be playing off of. That's funny because really the lead of Justice League is Affleck, like serious Batman yeah. trying to put this team together, who's screwed up because he killed Superman and now he needs Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, granted, he didn't kill him, but he set that whole thing in motion. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't work, but if it even almost worked, that's why it works. You know, if, if there was no character that 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 was based on then it, it would be fine it's like oh they found this like goofy kid to be the comic yeah. relief but we already know who he's supposed to be playing and so when i think about that version of the flash in its own movie I just, it just doesn't it didn't work then and it's gonna work even less as a standalone yeah i mean granted he still will have ben affleck to, to play off of and michael keaton to play off of but n- not as much you're now the star you're not the sidekick they're your sidekick, really. Yeah. So I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. I mean, they, they have a really good opportunity here to, like like you said, reset the universe. And then at that point, I think you just focus on your standalone arcs. Just develop all the characters you want to develop out and give it some time before you figure out how to bring everybody back together and try to do it right this time. Yeah. But I do want this movie. I want this movie now. Mostly so I can stop hearing you talk about it. Nah. Uh, I'll still... I bet I won't be oh, happy. No. We're going to talk about it for days <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Days, weeks, months. Well, and that's the funny thing. It's it's for years I've talked about it where DC is gods amongst men. Right? Mm-hmm. Marvel is men trying to be gods. Like it, they take mm-hmm. a different approach. And so their movies, the cinematic universe that they've created is almost parallel to that. Where it's like you've mm-hmm. DC tried to do too much too fast and they have these overpowered characters that don't always connect well together. And they tried to cram them all in. It's like you fucked it. Like you, you could have followed the model. You just couldn't wait or you couldn't give your creators enough leeway or believe in their vision enough, even though you wrote them a check. And then now we're back to where we're at. Now, and now we're, we're fucked again. It's just annoying. And then you got Marvel over there just weaving fucking gold from straw and thinking mm-hmm. 10 years in the future, thinking phase five, phase six, yeah. phase nine. Like they've got plans for days out there on multiple mediums in multiple platforms. Like they're thinking about it in, they're playing chess while DC's playing checkers, man. When Disney bought Fox and people were like, Oh, we're going to see the X-Men in, in the Marvel film soon. I was like, not soon. They've got, they just finished phase three. They've probably already planned out where they're going to be by phase six. So we've got some time before we're going to see those Fox characters come over. I mean, they could, obviously they could course correct and, and work things in. But as far as like an X-Men movie, it's going to be a while. Like, I'm guessing the Fantastic Four they announced is probably Phase Five. I believe it is, because there's there was already so many things announced by the time they announced that. And X Men so bringing Fantastic shit. Four in is an easier task than bringing in 
the X-Men and explaining how there were mutants all along in all these stories you've told, right? Whereas the Fantastic Four can get their powers at any point. So yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. They're, they're playing chess over there. They're thinking 300 moves ahead. They've got everything down and it's impressive because I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, because we're, we're starting phase four. I mean, Wikipedia has Fantastic Four as the last movie in phase four, but they've got two, four, six, eight, ten, ten, eleven movies with Fantastic Four as part of phase four. Mm-hmm. Okay. And normally it's like six to eight. So Yeah. So even then, it may not be phase five, but it was definitely tacked on to the end of the phase four. The existing phase four. Well, I guess phase three did have a phase three had 11 movies. Mm-hmm. So maybe not, but I just, when I look at that, cause it's like black widow, Shang-Chi, eternal Spider-Man, Dr. Strange two, Thor four, black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Ant-Man three, guardians three, fantastic four. I'm like, I feel like we're bringing all these other movies to kind of an end, like their arcs to an end. Mm. And we're starting like yeah. like when Black Panther two and Mar- Captain Marvel two, you're starting that next phase of their development because they're interwoven into these other movies. I feel like Fantastic Four is probably going to be a phase five, and then those other movies getting a three will be in phase five. It seems to me like Fantastic Four would be a great place to kick off phase five. There's all this talk of like Doctor Doom will be the next big bad in the in the universe, not just a, a Fantastic Four villain. So. It'd be kind of cool if phase four is like, let's just focus on the characters. We don't need to end it with an Avengers movie and bring them all together. Let's just do something a little different. Give everyone a little breathing room because we know we can't top Endgame. We need to give it some time so people are demanding a new Avengers movie before we give you one. Yeah. And then in phase five, if he ends up being the, the big bad or the architect of whatever happens next, I'm going to kick it off there rather than have like that movie kind of be the button on the end of phase four. That seems weird. What do I know? Yeah, it sounds. It just it feels wrong there, because mm-hmm. even even Spider Man Far From Home as the end of Phase Three made sense because it's the direct ramifications of losing Tony. Yeah, yeah, it was the epilogue. Exactly. Totally felt like the epilogue. Well, speaking of epilogues, <laughs> thanks for listening. Drop us a line at popcultureforecast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at popcultureforecast and on Twitter at popculture. The number four, cast. Pop Culture Forecast is a proud member of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. For more information and to find other great podcasts, visit radiofreepodcasting.com. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Pop Culture Forecast. And until then, if you're not happy about anything that was said on this podcast, don't blame Patrick. It was Agatha all along. They call me Captain Squiggles. Oh, fuck. Gotta remember not to yank the headphones out of my head. Yeah, don't yank anything while we're doing this. <laughs> That's going on the back end. That's what she said. <laughs>